morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another Noodleberg Daily Huddle where we get after it. We hey, I got the LinkedIn out, get your mind right. We get, what's that, Shay? I got the LinkedIn notification. Maybe it's working nice. today. Oh, right. Maybe LinkedIn's working today. But regardless of whether or not LinkedIn is working, you can always head over to the YouTube channel for the Noodleberg Daily Huddle and subscribe there and like and comment and share. Um, <laughs> Great stuff, guys. I, I mean, I just we, we got to jump right into it. We got to start talking about it. Unbelievable event last night. So, round of applause for Shay. Round of applause for you, Jake. You guys did a great job putting it together, and uh, an absolutely wonderful group of women and a few men. Group of women, a few men um, that talk came together it. to have real conversations. And yeah, I think you know the conversation for women about women, you know, I think we learned a lot being men there. I think being the few chosen men that were in the room, we learned. And, Trust me, nobody uh, learned anything more than I did. <laughs> I was about to say uh, kudos to Mark for sitting in the hot seat uh, for two hours and uh, having to be asked questions, how to moderate, how to move the conversation along and kind of avoid the landmines, I would say, you know. It was so. uh, good morning, Ross Calvert. Looking forward to, to catching up with you later on this morning. Um, yeah, so so the, my, the number one takeaway was we named it the wrong thing, right? It's no longer the Women's Power Summit. It's just the Power Summit. And it may have been a conversation for women by women, but That's it should important. have been including men <laughs> for, for men to hear. Right. Um, so we got to do we got to do a better job next year of including influential men in that group and in that um, in that in that setting so that they could hear the takeaways. And, and Jen Starkey is here. Good morning, Jen. You keep saying how fantastic and I, wa I was and I really, really appreciate that. But I want to let you know, I've never been more excited to go to work for TD Bank in my entire life. <laughs> I'm if you want to run for president, I would vote for you, Jen. I was I, like uh, sitting there going, should I be thinking about working for TD Bank? Well, no, I'm putting in my request for my one-hour tennis mental health. Right. You know, I would like to prove now, please. Um, so uh, for those of you who don't know Jen, I highly recommend you reach out to her. She was fantastic as a panelist last night. But um, she's got unbelievable things going on at TD Bank, and you need to reach out to her to have a conversation. But there are the pictures. Um, thank you to Arlene and Laney from uh, American Cancer Society. Thank you to Christy and everybody at City Furniture. You know, Val was there. And thank you to Lindsay for helping us set up. We had some unbelievable visual backdrops. We had the pink pumpkins passed out to everybody. So we definitely did our part to turn the city pink and help support city furniture in their raise for, for American cancer. But just, I can't wait to talk about some of the nuggets that came it, out of it, it too. It was cool for me, you know, to watch when you go to certain events and especially some round tables, the audience is silent and it was really cool. The room that we had general provisions, shout out to them. It was tight enough and, you know, it was cozy enough that everybody started to join in the conversation. And you I know? did screw up last night. I did not give a shout out to top hat for oh. providing the food. Um, they did a great job. Food was awesome. I don't, those little Parmesan, there, there were like things. Uh, they <laughs> package and put those in stores like everywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> dangerous. 
And as Joy Linsky says, I want to work for TD Bank. Jen Starkey did an unbelievable job of recruiting for her uh, organization. But shout out to Lori. Lori was fantastic. Shout out to Jen Letter. Uh, the conversation from a entertainment perspective and from a communication perspective was really great. And uh, obviously, Christy, you did an amazing job as well. Loved hearing the stories coming from retail. Uh, we'll talk more about some of the takeaways, but before we do that, we have got to wake up. Wake up, everybody. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Come on, come on. Wake up, everybody. Teach a new way. Maybe this is the song. What you have to say. So I'm, I'm going to start here because I thought the conversation was great. Courage, um, you know, communication, um, persistence, yes. consistency, yes. Um, you know, just really quality words and adjectives that were being discussed last night in this setting of how do we fix an imbalance? How do we ensure that there's more opportunity for women in leadership? How do we ensure that we're offering the right things? I think Jen talking about work-life balance and flexibility and what that really means. I think, you know, when Christy said, you know, work-life balance doesn't mean that you shut off at five o'clock. For me, it means being able to go to my son's basketball game or, or soccer game at four o'clock. And then being able to do the work at nine o'clock that needs to be done. So figuring out and having the flexibility, as Jen was talking about, of what fits you as an individual? How do we as an organization help fit your lifestyle so that we're clear on what needs to be done? But it's not about working between the hours of nine to five, Monday through Friday. Just about getting the work done. And it's taking a second to actually understand what somebody's going through in their life, and whether that be man or woman, but you have to acknowledge that women deal with other things that men will never have to deal with. And you talked about it, the biological clock, the, the raising of the family, the things that they want to do and the things that men want to do sometimes as well. But the fact that we just don't acknowledge that it's different, it, it is different and it's okay, but it has to be acknowledged and accepted, you know? And I and, think. And so having that conversation about like, okay, you know, the motherhood penalty and is this being discussed in a boardroom as somebody's being, you know, looked at as, as a possible opportunity for a leader? And is that, you know, hindering people or women from being able to progress? There was a comment from Devin that I want to say, cause she put it in the, in the post this morning, but she was saying that it's not always about being the victim. Sometimes when you don't get into a situation, that's, a blessing. They were keeping you from getting into a toxic environment. They were keeping you from getting in. They were pivoting you away from a scenario that wasn't meant for you and pivoting you towards something that was, which I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I don't think it's one or the other. I think it's both. I think as people, we have to recognize when we don't get something or we're not afforded an opportunity, 
you got to find the opportunity in that failure. You got to find you got to find the the, the window that you're going to go through because the other one closed. But at the same time, got to make sure that the conversations we're having at the top are the right conversations. So, yes, change needs to be had, but also we need to ensure that our mindset is the right way in order to be able to handle it. And I think it's a point that they talked about, like men need to be in the room. Men need to be having this conversation. Like it doesn't change unless the other person changes as well. It's, it can't be just the group that wants to be recognized or have the equal. Like, and it goes for anybody trying to get rights in this country. I think it's until everybody's having the conversation, no change really gets done. So it's important that we as men and people that are in the roles acknowledge that the world is changing or it has always changed. We just haven't acknowledged it to this point and have to now and take the necessary steps. And, and I thought what Jen Letter had talked about with, you know, people having options now, you know, I think that that helps push the change a little bit. And we had talked about the McKinsey study that, you know, they, they, they called the great breakup, which is this massive amount of women that are leaving their jobs and leaving their organizations at an unprecedented rate. But the cause behind that or the benefit of that may be the cause is there's more options, right? I don't feel like I have to be here with you. I will find somebody who values me for what I have and offers me the things that I'm looking for. But also the other side of that is, okay, well, maybe we can help fix those places. Maybe we can start to have more of those places so that it's not this stark mm-hmm. difference of toxic culture and non-toxic culture and, you know, masculinity versus, you know, all the other things. And, and it's, it's sad it exists, but when a man wants to achieve a lot and is very hungry and that's looked at as like a positive, like that's a good trait, you know, and we heard it talk about it last night and you even said the B word, you know, and you don't, they don't want to feel that way. And if they act that way, some people are like, wow, you're really over the top and it's, you're too much like relax. And it's sad that they have to think about that and how they're coming off. Well, and, and I, I, I was, I was glad I had the opportunity to kind of steer that conversation to more of a just overall leadership conversation, because look, like there are dudes that you look at and you're like, you're an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, so the, and there are women that you look at and you're like, you're, you're a bitch, you know, <laughs> like, but what what equates to that or or the the characteristics that go along with that shouldn't be you know because they're an authoritarian or because they're a disciplinarian or because they hold people accountable like that's not the thing that makes you a bitch that's not the thing that makes you an asshole or it shouldn't be right the thing that makes you a bitch or the thing that makes you an asshole is your unwillingness to morph your communication style to fit that person that you're with, that that unwillingness to have any kind of influence or any kind of gauge and only be one way all, all the time through your communication. Yeah, and it's the women last night was a really cool eclectic group, I thought, you know, because it wasn't like four of the same panelists. I thought they were very kind of different in the roles and yeah. they kind of played off each other. So it was cool to see the different perspectives and then the audience kind of bring it up. And even hearing Gino speak, you know, I thought it was cool that Gino was willing to speak in a room of, you know, yeah, all thanks, these- Gino. I appreciate yeah, you know, it. Yeah, was- <laughs> <laughs> grab the mic, you know. <laughs> So I agree. I agree with Gino. What he says, you know, more dudes, more dudes must hear these points in the future. Change is coming. 
That's why we're doing it. We're going to continue to do it. We may execute this more often than once a year. We may all execute different kinds of these events, but uh, it was really successful. For those of you who were not there and, and did not get the opportunity to take part, please reach out to the people that were there because there were some unbelievable nuggets and great stuff shared. Let's get to the morning motivational music, and then we're going to come back and talk all about consistency. this came from because dad played hollow notes earlier this week that sent me on a spiral that morning i was in the car and i was on the hollow notes greatest hits and i sent the message to you like they don't get enough love they're really good they were so versatile they their their music has serious range to it and it doesn't really matter what song plays. It is an absolute bang. And like, it's the 80s still vibe, which like I love. Right. You know, it's like, turn around. You know what I mean? <laughs> and an excellent morning motivational music song coming from last night. Because for a lot of men or for a lot of people in general, they're just out of touch and out of time. So right. they need to modernize themselves. They need to be a part of these conversations. But Let's move on to the conversation of consistency. And for all of our huddle fans who were listening last night as we were having this conversation, yes, we're going to talk about some sports. Very, just a little bit. I, <laughs> listen, I, you know, if we get ranked on it, it's fine. Looking, yeah. A lot of people Look like sports it. sports people. Deal you know what? It. Somebody said that they took my sports thing away from me and that they missed it. And that was yeah, <laughs> right. You know what? So I made an impact. I'm doing something. Uh, but I think the first example are two quarterbacks in the NFL, Taylor Heineke and P.J. Walker. If you see here in 2020, they were in the XFL, which I don't even know if the XFL is still around. So the AFL, coming back. Is it coming back. back? Is XFL the rock, right? The XFL is the one that the rock took over to okay. reinvent. And, and uh, I have a few coaching you know, colleagues that are in that league. I actually turned down the opportunity to uh, go be uh, a special teams coordinator there. Yeah, which probably made a good decision in, you know, my part. But we're yeah, talking about absolutely. consistency here. And you can see that they obviously were not in the NFL. They played in college, didn't have the right of way to go to the NFL. And two years later, they beat Aaron Rodgers and beat Tom Brady. So stay on your path. What are your goals? What are your daily activities that are going to reach your goal? And you have to focus on those, not as much of, what the end well, and so like to the conversation last night and to Devin's point of like, hey, something I didn't get something or I was in a bad place and it pivoted me to somewhere else. 
They don't get drafted or they get drafted and they get cut. They get a look in the NFL and they don't quite make it. They didn't just say, oh, that's it for me. And or they didn't go, well, no, I have to be here and keep banging on the door of the NFL. They said, what's my next opportunity? How can I turn this into a positive for myself? Where can I still continue to make progress forward for myself? They find themselves in the XFL. They have success there. They put together a resume for themselves that gets them back into an NFL camp. And you just never know how opportunity arises. You know, you end up on a team with one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL and you become starters. So like, some would call it fate. Some call it, you know, <laughs> there you go. There you go. What that, else do we have for consistency? That is, I promise you that's the end of the football talk. We're going to keep talking about consistency. And this one's really cool. Um, we have a video, but I'm going to preface it a little bit. A guy was seeing all these trends on TikTok, and he really wanted to go viral and had a passion for playing dead. And his goal was to end up on CSI Miami or one of the CSI shows of Law & Order as the dead guy. And in order to do that, he posted on TikTok for a year straight playing dead in different places. And so we have one of the videos where he's laying in a field with like sheep. <laughs> so please, Shay, play the video. So this this is day 313 of playing dead. And so what happens? How did he end up? How did he end up finding success? After every, so he posts every day, he goes viral and he's so funny. He said he learned and you learn from other people and it's a copycat method. He said he learned from a girl who started doing hot sauces and then got a hot sauce deal. Well, he was like, well, if that's the path to getting a deal and recognize that I'm going to follow it. And so this was his plan. And he finally got an email. Someone was like, hey, we love your TikToks. One of Would the producers you- for CSI right. Miami sees the video. <laughs> I think it was CSI Las Vegas. It was like, we'd love you to have on a show. And he goes, we've never had an expert play this role before. <laughs> so two, two points here, I think, right, is number one, the consistency to stay in the activity and to keep doing it. But the other thing is, is that if that video gets seen, right, let's say it does, let's say the first one he ever did went viral. Right. That producer goes and goes, oh, I don't know, that's the one. And they right. move on from it. Right. But guaranteed they were able to go to his page and scroll through all of these videos of him playing dead and go, no brainer, gotta have this guy on the show, right? Like, you, you know he had to thought he was getting, like, punked when he got the email, too. So yeah. it's consistency and body of work. It's it's not just the having success in that one activity. It's the you've put together this body of work. And that, to me, is my point in LinkedIn. That, to me, is my point in personal brand is there are people. I mean, I got a video. I got a video yesterday or a connection request from somebody yesterday that was like, First of all, your video on your LinkedIn page is fantastic. What a great way to welcome somebody. Secondly, I've been watching your content for months. I feel like I know you. We got to talk to each other. This is the VP, VP of sales for a company in North Carolina. Inbound conversation. That It's the body of work. It's not the one time that they see you. It's the consistency of day in and day out, even if they don't find it until months later. Right. If you don't get the payoff, you know, I think we live in an instant gratification world and it's only getting worse. And my generation's to blame a lot of it on, which I'll, I'll take. But it's cool to see somebody just consistently do something. 
without right. getting the reward. Just Stay. loving the process. You know, you like we and I'll go back to it. I'm sorry. It's Nick Saban. He never talks about the national title. Like it's fascinating for someone to have that much success and never talk about the actual success is fascinating to me. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it again because I use it in the keynotes now, but, and I'm sure everybody's nauseated by it, but when he talked about um, um, the receiver, um, Larry Fitzgerald coming and speaking to the team, right? They, they asked him, they say, how did you stay motivated all those years in the NFL being the number one receiver year after year after year, how did you stay motivated to stay at the top? And he goes, it wasn't about motivation. It was about loving the process. I legitimately liked catching balls before practice. I liked studying film. I liked practicing. I liked the activities that allowed me to find the success. So for those of you that are only looking at the mountaintop, and don't want to actually climb the mountain, stop trying to get to the top of the mountain because you're going to live a miserable life. The journey and the enjoyment is in the activity. If you're in sales and you don't like having conversations with people, you don't like meeting people and building relationships, get out of sales. Find another job. If you're in leadership and you don't care about the people that you're dealing with, Get out of leadership. Go find a, an individual role and an individual contributor role. So figure out what the work is that leads to success in the role. And if that doesn't align with you, get the hell out of it. There, we have options. To quote Jen Letterer from last night, we have options. So It's unreal. An amazing Friday. Um, consistency, guys. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's all about consistency. And oh, by the way, the grind includes Saturday and Sunday. Get to it. But in the meantime, let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down. Let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you-